You're listening to the Elevate Main podcast. To learn more about Elevate, visit our website at www.elevate.org.ph. We hope you enjoy today's talk. Hey guys, welcome to the online youth service here at Elevate. If you're here for the first time, why don't you type in the comment section right now? Say first or say um, first time. We want to hear from you guys and we want to just enjoy the rest of the hour with you, learning from God's Word and, and you know, applying it so we can face this world, this um, dark season of our history. So welcome again to Elevate. I am Eric Tatanias, and, and we're so glad that you just joined us on our online youth service. You know what? The past several weeks, in fact, the, the past two years has been really tough. And the past days, we saw a lot of our family and friends suffered from um, fever, flu, coughing. Uh, there was a surge of infection. And you know what? It caused a lot of fear to a lot of people. Maybe you have a classmate. In fact, most schools have their one-week or two-week uh, break just to recover from, from uh, this affliction of this virus. And uh, even the staff, even the teachers were sick. So, you know, it kind of developed a fear. You know what? As I was... Um, preparing for this message, you know, God um, reminded me that, you know, fear has a way to really paralyze us. And I looked up some words um, on the internet and, you know, you know those phobias that you've heard? You know, now I'll show you some words and I'll give you a few seconds to type in and guess what does this phobia means all right the first word is this agoraphobia maybe it's a familiar phobia that you've heard right so a few seconds type in your questions uh, your, your answers right now on the comment section all right all right i'll give you a few seconds okay what does agoraphobia means agoraphobia means when you're afraid or you're getting anxious leaving your house and going to a place where there's a lot of people, meaning you're moving from a safe place to what you think is a dangerous place. <laughs> so, you know, I notice a lot of people are agoraphobic. I hope not you, but, you know, we have the tendency to be irration, um, overly fearful or overly afraid to, to go out. We're, we're, we're conditioned to put on masks, Right? Praise God, we don't have to wear the, the face shield anymore, right? So, you know, I, sometimes I feel like I don't like wearing a mask because I don't smell, smell anything. <laughs> I still don't have the sense of smell. So please pray for me, all right? So agoraphobic. Are you agoraphobic? I hope not. The next word is this. It's a hard-to-pronounce word, but I'll try Didaskalinophobia. few seconds, type in your answers right now in the comment section. What do you think this word means? <laughs> okay, this word is for you students. It means the fear of going to school. <laughs> maybe, maybe on a Sunday night, 
you turn to a didascalinophobic person. <laughs> it's Monday! It's Zoom time! I hope you are not afraid of going to school. Alright, next word. Cacophobia. This is an interesting word. Again, these words were, you know, man, man just have a way to, to invent words. But would you believe that there's a fear or irrational fear of ugliness? <laughs> if you are fearful of looking at ugly things, you are cacophobic. <laughs> All right, next word. If there's a fear of looking at ugly ugliness, this is the opposite. Type in your guess right now on the comments. Okay? You're done? Venustrophobia. Here's, here's a strange word. If you are fearful of beautiful women, you are venustrophobic. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't met a person who's af or afraid to look at beautiful women. Are, are you afraid of looking at beautiful women? <laughs> another, another word. Type in your answers right now on the comment section. Gamophobia or gamophobia. Gamophobia means, you know, this is a, you know, sometimes I think people who have relationships but don't have labels are gamophobic because this is the fear of marriage or commitment. <laughs> you know, there are people that they're MU, Magun, pero they don't have labels. She's not my boyfriend. Uh, my my girl, girlfriend, he's not my boyfriend. We're just MU. You know, maybe you are suffering with the fear of commitment. And lastly, you know, sadly, sadly, a lot of people, you know, died in the, in the, in the past two years. You know what? Last week, I spoke to two Wake services, friend, a friend, an office mate, a colleague, and a father of one of my disciples died. And if you are overly fearful of death, and I hope not, maybe you're suffering from a fear called thanatophobia. And we will try to address this issue of fears that has surrounded all of us and rem be reminded that all of these things that are happening around us should not distract us from, from what God is trying to tell us that He is surrounding all His children of His protection and love. In fact, we are praying that you will find refuge, that you will start to understand and remember that the world is trying to, to, to scare us with all of these fears, invented or not true or not. But you know what? Be reminded in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, when the apostle wrote, for God has not given us 
a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. I pray today, as you listen, as you listen from, from God's Word, that those fears that you might be experiencing will be replaced, overtaken by the Spirit that comes from God, a spirit of power, a spirit of love, and of sound judgment. Welcome to the first series of the year for here at in Elevate. We are on our second week of our series entitled Surrounded. And our topic, our prayer for today is, Lord, rescue me. Lord, rescue me. Whenever I say that statement, it's, it's a prayer. Can you repeat that prayer with me? Type it right now on the comment section. Lord, rescue me. Do you want to be rescued? Are you, are you in, experiencing some fears, irrational fears? Are you getting anxious right now because of the situation? Maybe you are studying and you feel like, I'm not getting any better with my grades. Or maybe you have some relationship issues. Maybe you are going through things that you can't share with your parents. I pray that today you will start praying, Lord, rescue me. Because He can. Because God can. He is here right now talking to you. He's willing to rescue you. Let's read this passage in Matthew chapter 14. We will start from verse 22 all the way down to verse 30. But we will read the first few verses first. Let's read this verse in Matthew 14, 22 to 25. Immediately afterward, he compelled the disciples to get into the boat and to go ahead of him to the other side while he sent the crowds away. After he had sent the crowds away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. And when it was evening, he was there alone. But the boat was already a long distance from the, the land, battered by the waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea. This is an interesting account. Verse 26, when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, it is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. I can imagine the expression of these disciples. I mean, I mean, these are grown men who just saw miracles that Jesus performed. And in the middle of that lake, of that night, they saw a man walking on the water and they were terrified. They were like so fearful that they screamed, It is a ghost! Have you experienced that? May multo! Can you look behind you? <laughs> no, I'm just scary. I'm just joking. You see, sometimes, even if you, you experience, already experience the power, the love, the, the amazing miracles of God performed in your life, there are still moments that you feel terrified. Just like in this account, they cried out in fear. 
It's like they forgot everything that God has told them. Or they forgot that, you know, Jesus is with us. Or we received this power from God, right? Verse 27, But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Take courage, it is I. Do not be afraid. Again, what's the title of our message for today? Lord, rescue me. You know, when I, when I, when I read that part, when Jesus said, take courage, it is I, do not be afraid, I made it a personal statement that whenever I'm terrified, whenever I feel fearful, I can say to myself, I am courageous. That when Jesus said, it is I, I can tell myself that Jesus is here. When I've read, when Jesus said to the disciples, do not be afraid, we can say, I am not afraid. Can you say that again? I am courageous. I can do it. Because Jesus is here. That's why I am not afraid. Again, you can pray, Lord, rescue me. Later on, you'll understand and know who said that. Let's continue. You know, we will just unpack this account in the life of the disciples encountering fear, encountering a storm, encountering uncertainty, being distracted with what they saw. But be reminded that God is reminding you to not let your fears drown your faith. Don't let your fears drown God's calling in your life. And do not let your fears drown your purpose. You have a purpose. You have a calling. You just have to ask God every time you're afraid to, Lord, rescue me. Don't let your fears take over your faith. When I first read the, the, the passages from verse 22 up until the point that they cried out, it's a ghost. They're in fear. It's a start when the fear that they felt took over their faith. You know, they just came from a ministry, right? They served people. They saw Jesus Christ um, heal the sick. And, and when they're by themselves, they started to feel alone and fearful. But immediately, Jesus told them, Take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. In Tagalog, lakasan nyo loob nyo. Ako ito. Huwag kang matakot. Are you afraid right now? What are you afraid of? What is your greatest fear? Maybe. Are you afraid of what the future holds for you? Are you afraid or are you uncertain that 
you'll stay this way for the rest of your life that you cannot really reach your goals and dreams in life because of the condition that's happening right now. You see, when, when the disciples were by themselves and, and fear struck them, fear gripped them, they forgot their calling and their purpose. It's like, it's like they're being controlled by some, some spirit. In fact, they forgot that, hey, Jesus, we have Jesus, right? And, but it was replaced by, by fear. Their faith was replaced by fear. So, you know what? Peter showed boldness. I, as, the, as the account continued, Peter showed boldness. But it's a short-lived boldness or act of faith because from there it was a downward spiral let's continue with the verse in matthew chapter 14 continuing from verse 28 to 29 peter responded and said to him so after they saw jesus and jesus immediately said hey it is i don't be afraid take courage peter responded and said to him knowing peter right right he is bold right lord if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. You see the boldness that comes from Peter? And he said, Jesus said to him, come. And Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came toward Jesus. There's no person who lived on earth other than Jesus who walked on water. It was only Peter. No one. That kind of bold faith is the faith that we must all have. But when we, when, when we continue with this account, you'll see that even the boldest person, the most courageous person can be distracted and lose sight of what God has told him to do. Let's continue. Verse 30, But seeing the wind, he became frightened. And when he began to sink, he cried out saying, Lord, save me. You see, God can really challenge you and encourage you to do bold things for Him if you're willing. But as we look in this, in this, in this part of the, that account, Peter lose sight. He was defocused. He became frightened. How? By looking at what's happening around him. He, he was walking on water. <laughs> he was walking with Jesus on the water. But he became frightened when he started to look not to Jesus, but on the wind. I was thinking, why did the account said seeing the wind, not feeling the wind? 
right? The wind is air, right? We can see air. But in this account, the fear that gripped Peter when he saw what's going on around him, it paralyzed him. He didn't just felt what the wind is doing. He actually saw what the wind is doing around him. And that caused him to be frightened, which led him to sink. But the good thing is, he can cry out to God. He can always talk to God by praying to God, Lord, save me, I'm sinking. And maybe you are sinking right now. I don't know what, what you're going through. Are you experiencing some problems right now? May mga problema ka ba na feeling mo hindi mo kayang masolusyonan na? Just like what Peter did, he cried out to the Lord, Lord, save me. Lord, rescue me. Which is our prayer for today. The title of our topic for today is, Lord, rescue me. Do you want to be rescued? Peter got so distracted that he became frightened and began to sink. Are you distracted right now? What is distracting your attention right now that causes you to panic, causes you to be anxious, that you feel like you're sinking? Don't let your fears drown your faith. Don't let it take over what God is telling you to do. Don't let it happen to you. Cry out to God right now. You still have the time. You, if you're listening, if you're watching, if you're tuned in to this message, God is talking to you right now. You can call to Him. He can rescue you. You can always call unto God, Lord, rescue me. Let's continue with the verse in, in that passage in verses 31 to 33. Immediately, Jesus reached out with his hand and took hold of him and said to him, You of little faith, why did you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind stopped. And those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, You are truly God's son. You see, maybe you can ask yourself also this question. How big is your faith? When Jesus rescued Peter, took his hand. Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? Are you doubting God today? It's been two years. I haven't seen my boyfriend. I haven't seen my girlfriend. I haven't seen my best friends. I haven't seen my teachers. I haven't seen my school. Unless you're 
the dichalinophobic, I forgot the word. <laughs> but are you doubting God right now? Is that causing you to have little faith? What is causing you? What causes your faith to shrink from a bold, courageous believer, disciple, follower of God to a fearful, doubtful, afraid Christian. I pray that today your perspective will change. That you'll go back to God's promises to you. When Peter asked God, can I come to you? Just say it, God. Remember and go back to that time when you first encountered Jesus. When you decided, I'll come to you, Jesus. I'll put my faith in you. Make an assessment right now. Introspect. Think. Deep in your heart. Do I still have that big faith, that big, bold faith that I used to have? Or am I gripped with fear, causing me to doubt, having little, fear, little faith in God? Don't let your fears drown your faith. Also, you know, Peter's case, in this case, Peter, when he focused on the seeing the wind, he focused on the problem, not much on the solution. When he started to look at the problem, what's going on around him, that's when he became frightened, right? At first, he was looking at Jesus, right? He was talking to Jesus, but he got distracted. The problem overtook his senses, seeing the wind. It's no longer feeling the wind. It's much more than that. He can actually see what the wind has been doing. He got distracted. His fear caused him to sink. Don't let what your physical eyes see affect what Jesus or God is allowing you to see through your spiritual eyes. God is showing you things, revealing Himself to you, reminding you that you have a calling, you have a future. God has a wonderful plan for your life, that He created you in His image and likeness, that power is on you when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. That you can become witnesses. That you become an example in this dark world. Don't allow fear of what, what's going on in the world 
to drown and sink you from your rightful place on how God views you as a child of God. There are times that when really surrender to God, you know what? In those times that you feel like you're giving up, in those times that you feel like I'm, I'm done, I, I, there's nothing I can do. When you reach the end of yourself, you are now tapping into the grace of God. You are now telling God, Lord, you are in control. I'm not in control of my life. I can choose the right things for my life, but ultimately, you are sovereign. You are powerful. You are omniscient. You're all-knowing. You're omnipresent. You're always with me. You're omnipotent. You're the almighty, powerful God, the creator of the universe. And right now, Lord, rescue me. I surrender my life to you. Don't let your fears drown your calling. God is calling you today. God is telling you something today. To do bold things. God is calling you to step out. Go on the other side of the boat and come to Jesus. Join Him in His mission to save the lost to seek those who are fearful, to rescue other people, to rescue your family members, to rescue your friends, to rescue your classmates. He is calling you to do bold things for His kingdom. Jesus is inviting you to come to Him. But don't let your fears drown your calling. Don't let your fears drown your purpose. You have a purpose. You have your life as meaning. Your life has value in the eyes of God. But don't let your fears stop you from realizing that purpose. Your purpose is to be an example to your family and your friends. But fear gets in the way. But, and, it, and when it gets in the way, when we entertain those fears and allow it to linger, to stay in us, it can drown our purpose in life. That's why we will pray today, Lord, rescue me. Do you need salvation right now? Do you need rescue from God right now? Today is your day. Today will be the day of your salvation. If you're here for the first time joining us at Elevate, today is your day. To let you know that God loves you. that you can always call unto God, Lord, 
rescue me. Because He can. You know, if fear can cause to drown our faith, our calling, our purpose, you know what? I have another question to you. What other things in your life that causes you to drown? I want to remind you this. If we are, if I'm telling you that don't let your fears drown your faith, your life, please be reminded, don't let your sins drown you and distract you from God's love and plans for your life. Do you feel like nobody loves you? That's why you're looking for love in other places. Do you feel like you don't belong? That's why you are looking for a group of people that welcomes you even if they're doing the wrong things. Don't let the lies, the schemes, the deception of the enemy, of this world, which causes you to sin, drown you and distract you from God's love and plans for your life. I encourage you right now. Call unto God. Be honest with yourself. Admit it. That's the only way for you to be saved. Just like Peter crying out to God, Lord, save me. He's a disciple already. He has bold faith. But he also admitted that he cannot do it. He needs God. You have to admit that if you're trapped, if you're sinking in a cycle of sin, you can get out. You just have to cry out, Lord, rescue me. Do you want God to rescue you today? Do you want God to, to take away the pain? You see, your fears can drown your faith once you focus your eyes on what's happening around you. Instead, you must start fixing your eyes unto God and the work He's doing in and through you. He started something wonderful in you. Maybe you haven't realized it yet, but don't give up. Don't stop because He will not give up. He will not stop from loving you. In fact, in, in, in His Word, He said, even when, if we are faithless, He remains faithful. He, for He cannot deny Himself. That's how much faith and love God has in you. But we need to be honest and admit, Lord, I need you. I need you. 
You can pray this prayer today. I can do it because Jesus is with me and I am not afraid. Lord, rescue me. When Peter is about to sink, after that bold step of faith, he got distracted by the wind. He began to sink and he cried out to God, Lord, rescue me. God rescued him. That's why today, if you, are, if you know, if you feel like there's a lot of distractions going on, there's a lot of deception, you're gripped with fear, listen to Jesus' words. Take courage. It is I. Do not be afraid. Make it personal this time. I am courageous. I can do it because Jesus is with me. That's why I am not afraid. Lord, rescue me. You know what? God is promising you a lot of things. The book, this book, the Bible, is filled with God's promises for you and me. If you're joining us for the first time and you don't have that relationship yet, you don't know Jesus yet, there's a promise from God that if you put your faith in Him, you will not perish and you will have eternal life. Let's read this in John chapter 3, verse 16. It reads, For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. John 3.16 Do you want to be saved? Do you want to be rescued? Do you want to receive eternal life today? Do you want that promise? Do you want to claim that? You just have to accept the gift. He gave. God gave His Son. Are you willing to accept Him in your life? Are you making a decision today to finally, today, will be a new day. 2022 will be a fresh start for me by accepting the free gift of salvation. If you are that person, I want you to bow, to, to bow down your head right now and close your eyes and I want to lead you in this short prayer. Let's pray. Dear God, you can say this prayer with me. Dear God, I accept Jesus Christ in my life. I put my faith in you. Thank you for forgiving me of all my sins. Starting today, I will live my life with you. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for eternal life. Thank you for a fresh start a new beginning, a new life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Or maybe you are a Christian. You are already attending online youth services. You are already connected to a church, but still grip. you're still gripped with fear. You know what? You have the assurance 
from God. Don't let fear drown you. Here's a promise. In Romans chapter 8, verses 38 to 39. Let's read it. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans 8, 38-39. That's why we can say, I am not afraid. I am courageous. I can do it. Jesus is with me because no one can separate me from the love of God. Because I am convinced that nothing can ever separate me from God's love. That is an assurance from God. That's why every time you're encountering problems, every time you are gripped with fear, and every time that you feel like it's nothing's, nothing right is, go, is happening, every time that you don't know what to do, you can always call unto God and tell Him, Lord, rescue me. Because He can. And He will. That's His promise. Let's pray this prayer again and say this with conviction. I can do it because Jesus is with me and I am not afraid. Lord, rescue me. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. We'd love to stay connected with you, so make sure to subscribe to our podcast or connect with an Elevate group through our website. See you at our next podcast.